Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Adele. Adele. Are you ready to go on a magical trip? I am ready to go on a magical trip. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I am also ready to go on a magical trip, but I'm not taking mushrooms. Um, You're eating agave. Um, Consuming. (laughs) Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. A liquid form. Another plant. It starts with an M. Amaskal. 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 Well, that's on... not a plant, actually. Never mind. It's a... What? It is a plant. It's a plant product. <laughs> Plant-based. We're vegans now. I feel... Yeah, we're we're vegans. We're on a vegan diet. We're only drinking mezcal. Yeah, we're only drinking mezcal. We're full-on vegans. Yeah, we're full-on vegans. I, I'm, I'm fine with it on this diet, really. Um, dude, I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, it, but before we really get into what we, we're drinking and what we're deep diving into this episode, what have you been up to? You've been doing some cool shit. I have. You've been doing something from not behind the bar. Beyond the bar. Beyond the bar. More like getting into punched. The, into the ring. More like getting punched in the face beyond the bar. You've been getting punched in the face. So I, uh, I am very lucky and very grateful to be part of the um, bartender boxing program this time around, which for you guys who don't know about it, it's basically a, a program. It's, it's for charity, which is really cool. But it's basically um, you get selected to train Three times a week for twelve weeks, uh, and get trained to become a bo- to start boxing, which is really awesome. And it's strictly for bartenders it's in the bar industry. It's strictly for bartenders. Uh, the person who ro- runs it, I um, hope to get him on the podcast soon. Raj, he uh, started this program. It's for charity. At the end of it, it's going to be a big fight. So I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. But whatever. Oh no, you're um, going to handle it. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep you posted. But put um, your mitts up. It's really cool. It's like admittedly bartenders we don't have the most healthy lifestyle we don't get enough sleep we drink a little bit too much we what? eat garbage at three in the morning because it's you know garbage is the only food available to you at three in the morning and you know all these things so it's it's this amazing challenge of like how to teach bartenders to have a, a balanced and healthy lifestyle because two things that don't mix is drinking you know not sleeping and smoking or whatever with boxing you have to kind of be on top of it so it's been definitely a challenge for me. I feel so out of my comfort zone and it's very humbling. And But there's a lot of accountability that comes with it because there is a team. There's 12 bartenders, uh, six girls, six boys, and you have to log in and you have an attendance sheet and all these things. There's a lot of, and, and it's sponsored by, by Casadores, a tequila company. And uh, it's, it's being paid for. It's a lot of accountability about something that's being paid for you that's normally kind of expensive boxing is an expensive so expensive sport uh, sport so it's it it instills in you discipline it also I, like i said i feel so out of my comfort zone and i i came to a realization that i don't like to do things that i'm not good at and this is something that i'm really really not good at and it's been a challenge and it's been a lot of exercising patience and you know instilling healthier habits and i and exercising in your freaking body uh, Jeez, Louise, yes lady. oh my three dude, times a week i got him punching in the face so hard that i saw stars and i was <laughs> like oh and you realize you know <laughs> mike tyson my new found hero once said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face and <laughs> there is so true jesus but i i mean i'm really grateful to be part of this program and it's 
kind of sort of been taking over my life in the sense that I plan around it. And it's, it's, it's definitely like something I think about every day. So, so I'm really happy to be a part of it. And, you and know, you've been, you've been doing this for how many weeks it's now? It's been uh, six weeks now. Okay. So um, I, I think from every week from here until the actual fight uh, fight april 6th uh we will keep an update of adele and her progress because i come back with no teeth you should see her she's she's ripped man you guys oh, i'm so ripped yes. she's ripped she's ripped she got the, she's got the gun show out <laughs> she's making me feel like a little wimpy wimp over here but it's uh I, hey man i need to keep up with my cardio because it shit is hard i have bob weave <laughs> that's what people do with their hair right <laughs> I don't a know, bomb do and a weave. <laughs> I think they use like oh, Vaseline oh. and like. Oh, I put Vaseline on my face for my. Yeah, it's it's they a whole do those thing. Tight braids, you I know. Need, so I need, that oh my need god, get on I need it. the yeah. sweet braids. Oh my god, the sweet braids. Yeah. Sweet braids and the black eye. Yeah, I can do all this for you. You don't even have to okay. get in the ring. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm really happy to be a part of this. It's been like I said, it's been taking over my life, and 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 I'm, I can't wait to see how it ends. Probably me knocked out but no way it's the, cool the gloves are gonna be up it's, it's cool. gonna be like ding 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 Adele. and it's also like instilling <gasps> a lot of like since uh, honestly to be completely you know honest like i am definitely the bartender that like once 12 30 hits and i'm three deep and it gets really stressful and all those shitty people come out i i work at a bar where we do a family meal and we'll take a shot and that kind of eases your way and until the end of the the night and now that i haven't been drinking as hard or as bad or like at all during weekdays because training. i have to train training um i i've noticed and i've realized that i use those shots as a crutch to deal with people and now that i haven't had that because i've been trying to be disciplined about it i've been exercising a lot more patience so this is definitely like spewing into every other areas of my life and i have a story that happened this past weekend about that oh what a, <laughs> what? a story for cocktails story story story, story. Yeah. <laughs> let's get it so this past weekend um and like i said i haven't been drinking so it's it's one of those like <sighs> okay how can I be cordial and like and keep it together to deal with this fucking <laughs> asshole in front of me but whatever so uh there's this guy that comes in I haven't served anything, but he seems like he's been at the bar for a while and he orders a, a pilsner for me. So yeah, sure. And it's already like 1230, maybe one o'clock. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And then after I get a pilsner, I realized that he's maybe a little bit too intoxicated. I was like, oh, fuck. But whatever, like he's having a pilsner. It's We're so close to the last call. I don't have to serve anymore. I can just ignore him, whatever. So then he's like talking to some other dude and like getting, he's super friendly. He's like chit-chatting me, whatever. I'm like, oh, this guy's fine. He's drunk, but he's fine. So then, uh, he, the guy leaves and goes, I want to drink what he was drinking. And I'm like, he was drinking a glass of Tempranillo. I want one of those. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't have that because you have a full beer. And it's also, I feel like you're too intoxicated. Oh, you mean I can't have that because I have a beer? Okay, well, toss this beer and I want the glass of wine. And I'm dun, like, dun, dun. no, I'm sorry. I can't serve you anymore. You are very intoxicated. I'm not going to take away your beer. Feel free to drink your beer, but I will not serve you any more alcohol. I think you're too intoxicated. And he looks at me in disbelief. Oh, and by this time, I was already, I had a second bartender working with me, but he had already clocked out because he was the earlier bartender. But he was sitting at the bar next to me um, as a, kind of like a, as a patron if you don't know him you'd think he's a patron but he was seeing the entire interaction go down having his shifty we we're allowed to have like one shift drink after our, our shift so he's having a negroni just like watching the watching the interaction and i'm by myself at the bar he's like and this guy looks at me he's like are you fucking insane and i'm like 
excuse me? And I started laughing. And I, and I started laughing. I'm like, okay. And he's like, are you fucking insane? I'm like, please don't call me insane. And he's like, you're telling me you're not going to stir me because I'm intoxicated? And I'm like, yeah, that is exactly what I said. I'm sorry you feel threatened by that, but I cannot serve you any more alcohol. And he's like... I've been coming to this bar for 15 fucking years. And I'm like, that is a lie because this bar has not been open for 15 years. But please, you need to come down, finish your beer and leave. And he's like, the owner. (laughs) Pretty much. And he's like, oh, oh, I get it. It's your second day, right? It's just obviously your second day. And I'm like, okay, do you like, and at this point, because I didn't have anything to drink, I was like taking deep breaths and be like, no, nah, man, it's not my second day. I, I just, you know, I'm not, you're allowed to finish up here, but you need to leave after this. So then my bartender who was there, remember thought he was a patron. He kind of has a temper, gets really upset. And he goes up to him and like taps him in the shoulder. And he's like, hey, buddy, buddy. Hey, buddy. And the guy turns around and he's all like, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, oh no, <laughs> that is not how you handle these oh, things. Man. And I was like, no, 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 dude, stop, stop, stop. And he's like, Fuck you, man. Fuck off. Don't fucking talk to her that way. She's been here for a long fucking time. She's been she's- boxing for six weeks now. <laughs> she could kick your ass. She could no, kick your ass. Like, she's like, she taught every bartender here everything they fucking know. Don't fucking talk to her that way. And just went, went at it. And I'm just like, what is the quickest way I can get over the bar and break up this fight? Because shit's about to go down. And Adele, like, Adele puts one glove on, other <laughs> glove like, on. Let's Real go, quick. motherfucker. Boom, like knuckles on the bar, <laughs> ding, ding, jump ding, ding, over. Ding. Let's go, but motherfuckers. I, I got very alarmed and I, and I got, but rather than reacting, which I think something I would have done if I had had a few drinks or a drink or whatever, I kept my cool and I like took a deep breath. I'm like, okay, I need to be alert. What are my options? What am I going to do? How am I going to figure this out without like with the least amount of casualties? French braid is hair. <laughs> French braid is hair. And I started braiding my hair and I'm like, let's go. Vaseline my face. <laughs> so I'm like, and, and, and this guy's like, this guy is sizing my, my bartender up and down. But this is also the, the thing that comes with like, he wasn't behind the bar when he came at him with the authority. He was sitting at the bar as a patron. So that in this man's eyes, he was only a patron trying to start some shit. But then the miracle of being a friendly bartender to other patrons, three patrons that were sitting at the bar got up and surrounded this man. And they were like, Wolf yeah, pack. man, you can fucking talk to her like that. You've been a fucking asshole to her since you fucking sat down. Don't talk to her like that. And just kind of like mobbed him. And, and this guy's like, uh, this is weird. And he just called an Uber and left. So Dude, that's, like, that's the bartender go. wolf pack. That's like when you're a good bartender. You yeah, because yeah. I was just like this group of pack. three guys yeah. who yeah. yeah. are really nice. That's and like, awesome. I was, are you fucking with Adele? Are you fucking with Adele? Right. They were just like, oh, oh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just felt like the the mother of dragons. I was like, yes, my dragons, yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> But it felt like so I was like, but it, it was this like moment of like, I don't know how I would have handled it if I had not been like completely alert. And I like kept my cool and I was like, hey, yo, like everybody come down. Like, it's totally fine. Like, I'm still not serving you any more alcohol. But then, you know, it was this whole thing. I'm like, okay, like, interesting. But I was ready to like. Interesting. <laughs> Am I gonna have to uppercut you, bro? Because I will. I'll do it. Don't, don't make me. I'll do don't it. Don't make me. <laughs> Oh, don't send Odell on you. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Odell, I'm really proud of you. You're doing freaking awesome, man. Well, thank you. Like, appreciate uh, that. You're looking great. You're you're ripped. 
<laughs> so great, bro. We were arm wrestling earlier. My little arms just I, I won. It's like half arm now of me. I lost fair. half of my arm. That's not a fair fight. <laughs> it's not. That's just... um, so yeah, congratulations! I'm, uh, it's amazing you got chosen to do the bartender boxing, and uh, it's it's going to be really fun watching your progress. And I can't wait for the main event. And we will definitely be uh, talking about it and advertising it on Talktales, yeah, yeah, uh, right. our Instagram on the show. Everything, awesome, one hundred percent. Uh, but without further ado, I 100% am so excited about this interview. Every week we do this, and uh, this is exciting. We have a great guest on tonight, one of the best, Deanne Quinier. No, God, Quinones. Quinones. Yeah, <laughs> Deanne Quinones. Dude, I'm glad that that horn is still around, even though Matt's not anymore. Yeah, I really alive. wanted the boxer bell. Like, ding, 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 ding. oh, I can edit put that in. in. Put me in. Oh, yeah. Ch- uh, edit, oh, yeah. edit in boxer bell. <laughs> Done. I'll do it. Uh, awesome. Oh, Deanne, thank you so much for coming out I'm and here, speaking finally. some talk tales with us. Yes, thanks for having me. This Dude, is awesome. I know. I'm so stoked. Uh, you you came all the way from Hollywood. I was downtown, but uh, all I live in Hollywood. Far, far away land. This is like downtown. my triangle now, like Hollywood, downtown Echo Park. It's is that right? Like, yeah. Do you usually stay on this side of town? I, I mean, I just constantly find myself back in this like little shuffle. That's that's so, nice. I mean, it's great. East side, actually, best side. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I actually like it a lot. You say best side, so I always say. But Echo so we Park, we man. always like to uh, let our guests announce if they would like to where they work who they work for uh-huh. so if you would like i work for brujo mezcal i mean i gotta say we have like a spread of the entire line of brujo in front of us we're pairing it with sal de gusano dark chocolate milk chocolate mandarins and uh, bunch of different <laughs> flavors soda waters so i'm literally these are literally all my favorite things in front of me the and fancy. i could this not like be happier white claw. i brought the like the yeah. white claw pairing white claw it's like sort of similar in style why am i yelling white claw <laughs> white, white claw, claw. are you are the you are you a claw abiding citizen <laughs> yeah. i like bruno's like hitting me in the nose right now and i'm just like anything i'm just shouting That's out awesome. at this point uh, <laughs> oh but legit i actually just um worked with these people from uh the, like a mezcal company that's doing like uh like their own white claw it's like like a spritzer like canned mezcal cocktails called Uh. elenita and i was like whoa what i drink that and i was like i would totally drink that i was like you guys are on to something i'm skeptical i mean skeptical i mean you know you got you got i love that i've heard so many cool like one-liners from like the brujo stuff it's hilarious one was oh man i have to think about it i can't remember but we did something in echo park and this bartender was like oh yeah oh It'll come to me, but it's it's brilliant. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use that again. <laughs> Stolen. Uh, I was going to pretend like we don't know anything about this brand, but although we've been I, drinking I, it for I the past lie. hour, can't I can't lie. lie. I can't. Lie. I can't. I can't it's I, too late. I'm You're like George Washington. In. I just can't lie. You're too far. And uh, in. yeah, so we've already, like Adele said, we've already gone through this line. One, two, three, four, five Yikes. down the hatch. Five is has <laughs> and what does brujo mean? The word so brujo is like uh, in the context of the line, it's like a witch doctor, okay, like a, like yeah. a shaman. Uh huh. So I'm if you know like brujo. Every, most people know bruja, no, bruja. Is, which is like witch. Bruja is a witch. Yeah. So brujo is like a male witch. 
Oh medicine. yeah, like a, a sorcerer or like a, a man wizard, a wizard, a, man a medicine witch. man, a medicine man, man witch. I love that, right? Man witch. <laughs> exactly. There's so many parallels that you know it fits. Um, yeah, no, so like, it's a it's a, a brujo is a witch as a as a wizard as a man witch, right? Because yes. there's no, I don't think there's women wizards. It's only they're witches. witches. They're sorcerers. Well, sorcerers, sorcerers, palm readers, mages, tarot people. All right, we better get some emails about this because I know I definitely know we're all wrong about this. (laughs) (laughs) Fill us in. I don't think that there is women wizards. Women wizards. Witches are. And there's no. I think wizards are implicitly male. Like it's wizards like, are male, witches yeah. are female. Was a sorcerer also like a you unisex? can have both sorcerers, sorcerers, yeah, sorcerers, mages, and then oh. but then a I was like was that gunshot? Male, it could have been a gunshot. Oh, kind of nice. uh, oh no, it's probably oh you know it's probably was a truck running into another uh, one. Oh, like a like a backfire. Oh sure. <laughs> Brujo. Okay, so <laughs> gunshots, gunshots, backfires. There's so many things happening right lion. now. We're we're in the like the sorcery of it yeah. all, right? Yeah, we the magic. Well, we yeah, exactly. we Brujo with Bruja. We're Bruja, right? Yeah, we're Brujas. We're, we've already been Brujad by Brujo. <laughs> <been Brujas. laughs> and uh, so, what is up with Brujo? Like, you you started working with Brujo how long ago? Just recently, recently? like about. Probably five months ago, maybe. And so it's a mezcal. Mezcal. And, uh, from Oaxaca. From Oaxaca. Okay. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> We've tasted five of them. There's expression one, two, three, four, five. Oh, what I really want to mention is we're going to be... We've gone on a trip before uh, down a liquor road. We're not going to go on a trip this episode. We're going to go into a, a mathematical equation. <laughs> and the mathematical equation we're going into... Are you talking Everyone. about the numbers on the bottom? Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. We're going into a mathematical, equa- equa- mathematical uh, equation of one, two, three, four, five. One being? Espadine. Espadine. Okay, cool. So for listeners that don't know what that means, espadine is? Espadine is the most common varietal of mezcal that you'll find. Um, but yes, so number one is uh, our 100% expression of that particular varietal. And then we also have X and two, which are blends. And that's a blend of 80% espadine and 20% barrel, which is another uh, variety of agave. And then we have, so that's three expressions. And then we have um, just the 100% barrel. Then we have the quiche expression, which is 60%. That's number four. 60% barrel, or sorry, 60% quiche. Um, We're looking at... 30% 30% barrio, 10% espadine in this blend. And then on number five, it's our 100% tobala. So that's the line. That's the line. And uh, it's delicious. It's fantastic. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. really tasty. <laughs> I love so, the, the pairings, too. It's in this always, number system, do you usually I, like to go in line of the numbers? I, I like to always break it up. Like go run through the line from X through five, obviously because it goes up in price and kind of like r- rarity for these agaves, uh, three through five. And when you but mean price and rarity, is usually it's a little more expensive. because it's more expensive. Like the, the, the more, more rare, rare they, the... they become. Um, but this, I I like to do X and two together because they are the same blend. With just identifying, which I didn't mention before, too, is our pechuga 
um, expression, which is a style. Uh, and so we're For using... people that don't know what pachuga style means, that is... Right. So pachuga basically is a style of mezcal that's made um, in Mexico where they basically... It's usually done for something that's like a celebration, like a wedding or something like that, um, or a birth or a birthday. Um, and basically, like, they add... It's, it's something what we call in the category avocado, not avocado, but an avocado. And it just means, like, something else is added after distillation. So they can virtually add anything. So the most common ones that were originally known were protein-based. So they would add, like, a chicken breast or, like, rabbit or lamb or all kinds of weird stuff. And they can use anything they want. So fruits, vegetables, nuts whatever they have there's in no, their farms. There's no rules. There's no rules about like what they can use. But pechuga means breast of something. It doesn't mean meat. And so for us, we're using the roasted heart of the agave, which is what is the main source to make produce mezcal. And then we put that back into the second distillation uh, on number two. Do you, do you know where that practice started? Like, started? like I mean, for, as for long, the celebratory as as like, these, purpose? Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean... You know, the way that mezcal, mezcal has been made for years and years and years. So it's like as far back as, you know, you can think of is probably what they've been doing is just kind of messing around with what they got. Um, I can't imagine like I think it, it in my own eyes, I look at it as like a precursor to like um, an offering kind of thing or like a. Like a, oh, like a sacrifice yeah. kind of thing where it just almost like seems like they're trying to add something or give value. So they want to, you know, put that expression into the mezcal. So that that's my own, you know. Take on it. Yeah. But I think. I like that. That's cool. It, it yeah. makes the most sense, you know, because like why else would you add in when you put it into the context of like what bartenders do in cocktails. We're doing that same thing. We're just like playing around with different things. And we really want to try to like create something that's unique and you know is offering something i think that's a similar vein on this but i i don't i haven't ever heard like how long they've been doing that it's just been known that pachuga was the thing that they was more special that's cool i like that i know i do it for day of the dead often yeah. too right that, yeah that's typically yeah, where you it find makes it. sense it's like, like, especially that, yeah. like an offering mezcal's been being made by zapotec people from the beginning right like forever like yeah it's like ancient yeah, like, yeah, people have been uh, making booze out of a god for a long time. Yeah. Distilled, it's kind of... It's quite questionable. It's, it's this whole thing. It's questionable. It's it questionable. goes back and forth between some p trying to people trying, trying to, to figure out if it was came from the Spanish, Spanish or if it came from the, the Philippines yeah. or, oh, yeah, or yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But but, um, but, but definitely, you, but you've been uh, making booze out of agave for fucking since... Forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> since forever. Since forever. So... Uh, They've been making mezcal forever. Uh, mezcal's hit the L.A. scene in the United States. They've been making mezcal for a long time, like, you know, ancient times, I would say. I, I don't even know how long. Uh, but it's been only hitting the United States for what? How long? About about 10 years running now. And specifically in Southern California, it's hitting really hard. It's been it's hitting really hard. Thing. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Now it's trendy. I mean, it's it's it's. Trend and I I hate to like say that, but it's just it just is. It's hot right now. Why do you think SoCal's influence in mezcal is so so prominent? Yeah. Well, I mean, the category 
for mezcal is growing. It's not just the LA market. It's really like all of the big markets. So when you look at like your San Francisco's, your Miami's, your New York's like that, mezcal is taking off. But of course that's happening because, you know, generally those markets have the biggest influence. And that's um, because we have the top bars and the top, you know, tastemakers and creators and people want to have what they're having. I mean, it's as simple as like when a, a patron asks a bartender, you know, what, what, Will you make me or I just make me what you would make me? Yeah. It's like bartender's choice. People want to drink what the bartender is drinking. And I think bartender, I think the spread of obscure brand or obscure spirits really gets a set off by bartenders because bartenders get bored. You know, bartenders you- get bored, but mezcal is, is not trendy because like it's trendy now. Because it's like a buzz, it's like a buzz thing, right? People get onto it, and they they don't generally know what it is or know all about it, but they just see it everywhere, just everywhere, everywhere. And they're like, what's that's this right, mezcal? What's right. this mezcal? And whatever. Here. And bartenders love it because bartenders like weird shit. Yeah. So that is like probably do like the growth and explosion of the category. And I feel has like there's to be something- because of bartenders because they just have you know been like on this mezcal train for a while and. It's just the cool. It really is just the coolest thing ever. I it mean, is. It's and that's why it's like work for Brujo. It's yeah. amazing. And, and the is, depth <laughs> is really cool. The yeah. depth of the spirit. This yeah. is thing with like authenticity that comes with mezcal. Like people love stories that come behind a spirit, and this like this inherent feel that like mezcal is super like Mexican authentic, and you know, and and it is the way it's made. It's kind of like romanticized and kind of like rustic so i think people now are starting to gravitate and any like with coffee with chocolate yeah. with like people want to know where it's coming from and like the most mezcal brands have a very like quote-unquote transparent story behind it and people are like kind of sort of really inclined to gravitate towards that well that's another reason why bartenders love it so much as well and it and it's not it's it is because of the authenticity um, but it is about how it's made, right? So, like, the reason why I fell in love with it, I went uh, down on a bartender's trip once with the USBG um, probably, like, six years ago, maybe. And USBG um, meaning United States, United States Bartenders, bartenders Guild. Guild. Um, and we went on a trip to Oaxaca, and we were able to visit, a num- like, a number of producers and a number of palenques, and it was literally the most eye-opening experience I ever ever experienced in my whole life, like just seeing Moscow being made. And I've been or traveled extensively and I've gone to Scotland and seen scotch being made and I've gone to the Caribbean and see rum being made and, you know, lived in London, saw gin, how it's made. And so it's like when that's what bartenders love to do. They want to see how things are produced and how they're made. And that's how they often decide like what brands they'll support and, you know, how to get those stories and be able to communicate that to the, to the other side and the consumers. But when I, uh, got to see, like, I've seen te- tequila be made, but when I got to see Mezcal for the first time, I was just like, this is insane. <laughs> this is not, this is not like anything else. Right. And you can say that a hundred percent. That's authentic, like authenticity right, right there. Um, and exciting. Super it's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. It is the coolest thing. Like you think about how long it takes to grow an agave plant, right? So like, say like an espadín somewhere between five and eight years or something. Um, for just once, one variety of agave. There are hundreds and hundreds of varieties of agave all over Mexico. And, you know, Oaxaca, they often call that the birthplace of mezcal. It's because they have the most biodiversity of, of uh, varietals there. And you, you'll you see, like, these producers, it's 
the thing that's super cool about mezcal is that it's very terroir driven. And so once you kind of open that floodgate of like how to get people to understand mezcal, like not being like, oh, it's like tequila. It comes from that kind of plant. It comes from It's not like tequila at it's all. It's a smoky tequila. <laughs> it's a smoky tequila. Like, oh, my God, forget about it, right? So it's not a smoky tequila. Oh, my Lord. Um, but that's part of, like, what I'm up against, right? It's, yeah, like, dispelling it, the myths that kind of surround, that, the, it, surround the category. Isn't that kind of cool, though, that it's you awesome. can use that, like, term to kind of turn people yes. to – understand yes, 100% but and I, that's why I, I think it's just such a cool it's such a cool category in general because like you have this um, way of communicating that to, to now people can understand it way better yeah. because people do know about wine people maybe you don't like super wine nerds but you know that there's Cabernet from California and Cabernet from Spain you know and, and you know Cabernet from France or whatever you, it's unique exactly. and you know it's precious for whatever reason even if you don't know it's Wine and, is precious, even you like know it wine is. is. Right. You know that you can have these wines that go for thousands and thousands of dollars. They've been sitting in a cellar. We don't do aging for Moscow necessarily because it's about the agave. So, you know, you just take Espadin, for example, which is the most common varietal, like I mentioned, and it takes like somewhere between five and seven, eight years to grow that one type of agave. So you sit on that, you wait on that, and then you take that out, harvest it, and then distill it in these like is where they smoke them under you know in these pits and like they use different woods to smoke them and they use hot rocks and all these different materials that they have and then then it goes into like wild fermentation natural yeasts like it's just such a slow process you cannot speed the process up and every single part of like where it's grown is it grown in a higher you know elevation is it growing by the river is it growing you know next to these trees all of that goes into you know each particular expression and that's why they're so wildly diverse and and so that's why they're also so weird you know when people yeah. are like oh it's so weird um or it's too smoky well some people smoke it you know for a really long time and some people smoke it you know barely at all so it's you have to kind of communicate to people that it's not about just like that it's supposed to be weird or smoky. You have to get them to understand that they have to keep trying more mezcal to see what kind that they like, you know, or what. Nothing's, what not one's going to be the same. Not one is going to be the same, exactly. Well, I like how you say wildly diverse because it's like, oh, no, I don't like mezcal, I don't like smoky. And I'm like, well, that's not, that's <laughs> such not a, the that's definitive one, character. like, there's so many you can do fruity and vegetal and yeah. earthy and cheesy. And there's so many things that they will be of expression of it that you probably would love. And I mean, clearly just from talking to you, Ooh, what's that? <laughs> that sounds like you're speaking my language. Uh, clearly from speaking with you, you, this, this passion doesn't come from just like joining a brand. This no. is something that you've been, I, I've been after this for a while. Like I, I yeah. love, I love it. I mean, I, I love it just Ew. as much as other. <laughs> you're speaking my language. <laughs> That's the, that's the cork that's the sound of the cork coming out of the bottle wait i gotta do that <laughs> um, wait hold on let me yeah. try that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um but no it's honestly like that's for me that's why i really had been trying to move into the agave side of spirits for for quite some time because i you just can't compare it to anything else. And once you see how these producers are producing it in their in their farms and in their villages, it's it's a fascinating. And you were talking about this thing. previous uh, before we started recording, and how like 
when you truly believe in something and truly love something, like there's there's no better selling point than when talking about something actually lighting up because you truly believe in the product. There is so much power that comes behind that because you truly believe in what you're selling that that's cool. It's cool that you're, you're it comes working. through. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Like this girl really loves this. Maybe I should really <laughs> taste it and see give what it, a it shot. Give it a shot. Exactly. Well, I don't know anyone that just like jumps into the mezcal world and starts selling it. Uh, I know you got some humble beginnings here. <laughs> I have I'm, a lot of humble beginnings. I know beginnings. you got some humble beginnings here. How long have you been in this damn industry? In this industry? Um, I started, I've been in the industry for like, like 20 years, I'd say. No, maybe like, hang on. I got to do the math. All right. I got to do the math. Oh, man. When did I start? Okay. 18 years. 18 years. Wowzers. Mama Mia. All in LA? No, I'm from Ohio originally. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So my first bartending gig was in a wine cigar parlor. Wow, uh, a wine cigar parlor. Oh yeah. How do in, you just smoke Toledo, cigars and drink wine? In Toledo, I was say, Ohio. <laughs> no, it used to be a thing. It used to be like really like uh like a paired experience. Really? It was like smoking cigars. It seems like and, it's counterproductive. And like oh, this is, this is drinking sh- like, wine, like fancy wines. Make your palate. I mean, I'm not naysaying it. I mean, it was 18 years ago, so I guess <laughs> at that time, people had no idea. Like, we're like, yeah, it just totally works. That's true. Like, uh, the, also, the wine still, biz was a lot different back then, yeah. too. Uh, so that's why I started in a little, um, a little parlor, and I started uh, bartending there. And I worked for this guy who is—I love the story because I always tell it like in interviews where people are like, "Where did you start bartending?" Um, and he was like a, a dick. He just—he was. He was what? just such an, an owner asshole. Was a dick? <laughs> no, no I've never like heard a of that. Really, just like abrasive asshole. He just was not kind at all. Deanne, um, I'm telling you, smoking <laughs> cigars and wine go perfectly but together. But he did have a lot Look of knowledge up. about spirits. He actually, like, I didn't know how he knew all this stuff, but he he knew a lot about spirits and wines and all kinds of stuff. So I learned a lot there. But um, nobody could work with this guy because he was such a jerk and. I, I was the only person who was able Can to handle it for a while. Can you quote him at all? No, not really. He he didn't he didn't really have anything that was like like a one liner no thing. Or, no, like he just was. We would just be like, "Shut up, John!" Like <laughs> you know, just piss off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I started there, and then I um, got really fast at bartending because like we didn't have any like guns and stuff, so I had to do everything like all a la minute with every every single ingredient. And then I got really, really fast at it. And then I moved on to the club world so I could make real money. Make it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. that was like that. Those dollar days. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize the amount of money you can make at a club, but also how daunting it is on your body and your psyche. Oh, man. Those are the Red Bull days. It's how, probably, many, how many years did you last in the club? In the club? Probably, oh, probably like... Two or three. I did it like through college so that I could just pay for school and stuff. Uh, <laughs> anyone going into the bar industry, would you suggest going into a club um, if they want to pursue I, bartending? I, I think, oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't, at this like point in my career, like, you know, I've been working in top cocktail bars and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't think, if you want to get into it, just get into it. Like yeah. it's an awesome field. I think the speed and you, stuff it never is gets, good for the, the it craft is. stuff. You should know how to 
you should know all of those things. Like it's kind of, um, it's kind of like disappointing how little people have experience wise when they just only get into one yeah. style. And you know, you just like, who cares? Like just go and pour drinks for people in a club yeah. or in a dive bar or whatever. Who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Because it all at the end of the day, like it's awesome doing top stuff, you know, and really awesome techniques and that is great. That's what drives career stuff. But I think that certainly there's nothing. I mean, ask any bartender anywhere, like where they drink and they'll yeah. tell you it's like the corner spot that you can't, there's, there's no lights on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They want to sit the, in the di- got a, dark, grimy. Exactly. The $5 they want deal. some cheap, you know, beers and shots. They don't want to drink cocktails. They want to sit in a dark divey place where they can just where it's quiet yeah i will say that somebody be by yourself yeah but yeah. totally like somebody that's... did say something to me recently that i was like oh like i guess i never thought about it that way but it was like basically like people like our age and like and like older like even if we liked liked it or were into it or not like we all at one point went to clubs clubs were like the place you went you got bottle service when you i go to celebrate like <laughs> I never went to clubs. It, it, it's to a, clubs. it was always like a thing. But I now I didn't grow up a place where I had clubs. all these kids were like turning twenty one. They're going to cocktail bars. Yeah. So the yeah. whole the it's like going to clubs is like slowly like being less and less cool yeah. to where like now like when you're twenty one you don't go to a club and get a bottle of Grey Goose or whatever. Like oh, now it's starting to like well like, oh you're terrible. going to bottle service is a joke. <laughs> don't is. do it. Drink in the car bottle like I did. Is the only thing <laughs> Drink in bullshit. the car. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Like, what why you would do? you buy a like twenty dollars bottle of booze anywhere and then suddenly pay five hundred dollars exactly. for it in a club? It's that's, a whole thing. That's a but that 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 being said, that the demographic is like slowly diminishing. Like yeah. now, the kids, the quote unquote, the but kids. Is there actually something go to, to be bars. said for like the technology that's that's kind of changing that course, right? Because people aren't going out as much anymore because they have the technology where it just allows them to be like hermits and they don't have to go to these places anymore. It's all coming out for experiences. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, exactly. It's changed like definitely the um, landscape of bars and and drinking culture changes. I think like us bartenders that have been doing it for a long time too, it's like we're trying, we're having to like rethink our bartending process because of this uh i've actually had a couple conversations fairly recently about this about how like uh the younger generations have been exposed to like um devices since they always have existed at this point uh they they go out they want to make sure everything that they're doing is documented and documented that's crazy to me like i see it but i'm also like i I, I don't have a problem with it either but it just it starts to get like tedious. After I think it's a while. hard for mm-hmm. us more so than for them yeah. because because we, we don't know like, how that is. Right. We don't know how that life is. Right. So we have to adapt how we think, which makes it a little more difficult, you know. And I think that's every older generation. It's like we never lived it, so we don't. Right. We, we don't, don't yeah. know. The, we, we don't know how to adapt to it. I don't know. It's very. Yeah, you can always yeah. tell I'm having the most fun when I'm not posting. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm posting is because I'm bored and I'm like. <laughs> Take dog, but if I if you know we said oh I had such a good, a good time, dang I didn't take any pictures. I was too busy <laughs> yeah. having a good time. I've had, I've had to, I've had to pull myself off of social media at this point because like it's just not. I it like I like looking at all the bartender stuff. Like I like all of it, but 
at a certain point, I'm like, I'm wasting my goddamn time. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, there's so much time wasted on social media that I'm just like, this this is not worth any yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Not worth any any. It just puts you it. in a click hole, and you're like, what am I? Yeah. Why? You're like, I why do I care about Recently, any of I'm this like, I need to go shit. out and just go walk around. <laughs> Walking around is more valuable, you know. We recently had a really a really talented bartender as a guest, and he said something. I was like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, I try to stay off social media because I don't want that to skew what I'm doing or be like, oh, if somebody is already doing it, I don't want to do it or kind of like alter how I do things. Like in the cocktails way? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's very different because like most people look at what other people are doing. Right. And then it becomes a copy paste. Yeah. Yeah. But I I really appreciated his approach of like, I don't, I tried not to look at social media because I don't want to be skewed. Like going back on that same vein though, like my favorite thing is like, I was going to bounce back to what you were talking about with your story about being like, yeah, I fucking said what I said. And like, I'm the bartender, so get the fuck out. And there was a um, a video that got posted today on on uh, Cocktails for You. I don't know if you guys follow that um, thread. And it was like a bartender who's closing up his bar and a guy comes in and he's like, hey man, can I get another one? He's like, no man, we're, we're closed. We're sorry. We're like, we're already closed up. He's like, oh man, just one more, like just one cocktail, like whatever. And the guy's like, he starts making the cocktail. He looks at him like, oh, I don't know. Starts making the cocktail. He's like, do you like gin? He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Sits there. He thinks he's going to get his cocktail. The guy makes the whole cocktail oh special, fancy, does the whole thing. And, and he then he sets it. it in front of him and then just knocks it off of the bar. And he's like, I said what I said. The bar's closed, oh, man. Get the fuck out. No. And it's, it's really funny. <laughs> but it's also like you also had that Come same on. thing because he crafted this beautiful like thing. But the whole point was like, I said what I said. Like when the bartender says, "No, that yeah, it's, it's over," like we're done. or Go whatever, home. get out. Like that's it. He's that's it. Get you out. Know? It's so funny. Last so, call. I love all the memes Last that call. are like very, um, like fuck cocktails and die. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so oh, funny. I God, love so it. Funny. I also think people since I don't the know, cocktail, whoever that is, whoever makes that, you're brilliant. Hats like, off to you. Yeah, yeah. you're asshole. It's but your, yeah, you're a it's dick. So but you're funny. also it's. Fucking makes me laugh out loud literally every day. I also think that like the cocktail like thr- like revolution that's happened has made bar patrons have too much power in a bar. Oh, like back in the day, you could just be like, "Dude, fuck you! You're yeah. a fucking asshole. It's time for you to get out of yeah. here." And it's like, "Go now bail!" You know. Like, and then I all of a sudden, yeah. this much money. I know the owner. Yeah, <laughs> you're oh, like, this oh, bar. God. Up for Fifteen yelp. years. <laughs> you get yelped, and you get the whole thing. Yeah, you know? right. Yelp. Everyone's yeah. like. Oh my god! Like you got tiptoe around yeah, everything. No, it's like, that. dude, like have some like people. There's no, <laughs> no one has. Uh, this is we're all old. we're being old people right now. God damn it! But I just like the memes that are irreverent. Like yeah. that just don't have to. You know, that are basically poking fun of like where we've be, where we come. Like, yeah. Where where people are taking stuff way too way seriously. Too serious. Sure. And you know, it's like. It's it's funny. It's I funny. Mean, it I is laugh funny. at it. And you know? you know what else is funny? Stories. And I know you I got some stories. stories. Oh, man. I know you got some stories. I got some stories. I got I got them all. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's deep dive. Uh, grab well, yourself how, something. How to far sit. you want to go back? I mean, where where are we going with this? Uh, man, this is up to you. Uh, the oh, more man. the the more you want to get into, okay, the you got you, you got to pull me into listening. a story though. I, I I don't know. I have so many. Like, well, Rolodex. let's see. Uh, everyone, why don't you uh, settle down? Get yourself something to sip on. Get a sipper. It's like a mezcal. Light a light a nice a, fire. Maybe draw a bath. Let's do a hundred percent butter Yeah. Let's do a let's let's shall we're gonna drink some barujo on this one. This story tells. <laughs> story tells. Why don't you grab yourself something to sip on? And let's go into a magical journey into the yeah. wonderful. 
right, insane, amazing me? world of bartending. We're, we're also yeah. I I ate all oh. the dark chocolate. Sorry, ruined it had taste nuts. It. I like okay. I, I'm you a sucker were for fired, nuts. Shauna. I'm a nut sucker. <laughs> nut sucker. <laughs> nut sucker. That's a good one. Tangerine. I'll try tangerine. Oh my god. Uh, tangerine and tangerine. Oh, oh that reminds me of Prince. Okay. What kind of story are we going into here? All right. I told you. I want something juicy. Daniel's I want story something already. juicy. You want juice? A naked story. Juice? You want to know, like, what all the celebrities drink? I could tell you, like, I could tell you a long list of. You got any weird celebrity things where something they, somebody did something weird? Weird? Something, like, out of line? Something. Um. You got somebody who. No, I don't think I have any weird celebrity stories. Like, weird. I just know what they drink, like, because um, I've served a lot over the course of my time in L.A. But How long have you lived in L.A.? Like, a, like I'm at my 10-year mark, I think, oh. somewhere there. So I lived in New York all. for a couple of years, and I lived in London for a couple of years. Oh, cool, so cool. if you want to go, like, down the story train, we can definitely go. How about... We can hop around. Uh, okay, gnarly, weird, fighting, uh, naked. Okay, I, naked. I actually... Well, Puking. going back to the club day... Because this happened, it it kind of goes back into your bartending story, which is like you never know when somebody's about to kick off. Right. Like you know what I mean. You see, you kind of see the tension build, and you kind of see those things happen. But like you don't know where it's gonna go wrong. And I've seen these happen quite a few times. Um, so hats off to all the like bouncers and the people who are like on that. No and if, kidding. If a bar has yeah. that, that's awesome. Can you explain to listeners who maybe work in jobs that don't know this feeling, like what happens in your body? In your mind, like when you get when, really when you know, out, when, when you, you know, know something's gonna, gonna go down, yeah. Oh god! Can um, you even, like verbally explain it? I mean, I, part of like being a good bartender is being like a good steward of like your space. Like you have to know what's going and happening in the bar at all times. So that being from like who comes through the door to you know who leaves and like who's with people. You know what I mean? Because inevitably, it's like. It's like you have all these characters that come into play in your space and you need to know like what's going on at all, all, all times if you're managing or if you're running the bar. Um, and it's kind of like it's your responsibility to hold that down. So like if, if all of a sudden you see that somebody's getting like pulling somebody's hair or whatever, which I've seen that happen too, or, you know, it's, you know something's going to happen. So it's, you kind of got to get a couple eyes on it first probably alert your bartenders just to like heads up this is what's going down if it seems like it's not that big a deal you know you just keep eyes on it but if like you see that there's somebody who's really agitated or aggravated and you know that maybe this is going to be a problem then you alert your door staff or your security staff if you have them hopefully but um yeah there is a there becomes like a a quick awareness that you have to be like on your toes that some situation might happen um, but in this particular story, <clears throat> I was in that club. It was a Sunday, so it was a much quieter day, like not, not that much happening. And the owner, um, was like an, he was like a full, full on raging alcoholic. And he would drink like about half a bottle of Stoli probably by himself. I can't believe like, it's always, uh, nice. like probably by like maybe even almost the whole bottle by himself. And that was like what he just drank Stoli by on the rocks. And one day he's at the bar. He was the owner of this bar. And he's like, 
almost like passed out on the bar kind of thing. Drunk? Yeah, drunk. Yeah. And like he had eaten some food and he was just like with his head down on the bar. There wasn't really not that many people in there. Um, and he wasn't bothering anybody and it was just his bar and whatever. So I'm just like there kind of tending bar. <laughs> like, what do you do, right? What do you say to You're this like, guy? Hey, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just like check on him to make sure he's like cool, whatever. Alive. <laughs> yeah, basically. You have to kind of like flick him a little bit a couple of saying, he's still alive. Okay, cool. Um and this guy comes in and he walks like straight up to this guy and he doesn't notice. I thought he was sleeping. So like I'm like, okay. Guy comes in, he's standing at the bar, orders a drink from me, and he's drinking it, and he's like, Yeah, he's like, you know who the owner of this place is or whatever. Oh no. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, what about him? Like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I heard that guy's, like, a total douche. Like, I heard, I heard that guy's, like, such a, like, loser oh or whatever. God. And this guy's just going on and on. I, and that, at this point, I'm like, does this guy know that he's, like, right here? Because He has to, yeah. yeah I'm like, you're either trying to push this guy's buttons or, like, or you're trying, the or, room. or you have no fucking idea, and I can't, you're just an asshole also. But he's like, yeah, this guy's just, like, I heard he's just a piece of shit and la, la, la. And then the owner, like, gets up. Snaps out of it. <laughs> doesn't snap out of it. He's still, like, kind of out of it, like, but slowly, like, just picks up his head and kind of looks over at the guy. He's and, like, oh, I hear you. And, yeah, and he's like, looks at him, he's like, you know that guy? Or, like, you know, you know that dude or whatever and i'm looking at this like yeah oh fuck right and at this point i know something is going to happen and so you get that spidey sense right yeah. and you're like fuck it your and, anxiety start rising yeah but you're also trying to figure out like what is going on right and i'm i'm like baby bartender have you know i don't want to cross any lines whatever but i just don't want no shit to go down but of course that's not what happens you so always have to guy, like, like you have looks to like over. smile and yeah. be like yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you're like oh everything's cool here um he looks over at the guy and he's kind of like what do you know about that guy or whatever he's like yeah i heard that guy's a real asshole <gasps> and he just jumps up <gasps> and picks this guy up by the collar and literally just like throws him on the ground oh, no. and he's like now they're full-on fighting oh my god and at this point, I'm like, holy shit. So now I've, like, run out from behind the bar because I'm, like, these guys are fighting. Run out from behind the bar, go outside, get the door guy. And I'm like, get these fucking guys out of here. Like, what's going on? And, yeah, so they pulled him out. And then, yeah, I just – I remember, like, I think they called the police. But I just – I was so shaken up by it because it happened in a split second. Yeah. And it was that's just – That's the thing. When people are, like, drunk like that, yeah. you never know. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. It just can, And I just was like, okay, I think I'm, think I'm done here. <laughs> like, it's like, this is a real – When, thing of, when like, the owner's how, sleeping on the bar. Yeah. yeah. Just passed might, out. Might be and, a, and the patrons are coming in and being like, I heard that guy's a real like asshole. I'm real, 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 real. Like, how do I break this up so people don't get hurt? But also, like, how uh, do I not really, get hurt in myself? In that particular day, wasn't really anybody in there. Right. So that's, I guess, fine. But it was just a real. But I mean, you're not odd. about to get in between two dudes. But yeah, exactly. I'm not going to get involved. Are. Like I'm like, right, fellas, yeah, fellas, <laughs> break it up, break it I up. Did, just got a gun and spray them down. Forward, dude. I used to have a bartender that would take. You know, if you you take the soda yes, gun and you gun. put your finger in front mm -hmm. of it and like it puts pressure on it and you, you could spray it at yeah. a high velocity. You get it across the entire That's bar. That's the coyote ugly uh, spray <laughs> spray trick. Yep. Yeah. 
Classic. I, that works. My old bartender, before I was a bartender and I was just drinking, <laughs> I'd be like out of control. I'd be like, gah, 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 like, just like crazy fucking person, like jumping over the bar stools and shit. And the bartender, he, he fucking would be like, shut up, shut up. Come down, come down, shut up. I'm like, wait, I'm like, like, like a fucking banshee over there. And he'd be like, shut up, shut up. He'd take the soda gun, he'd spray it. Like, it was like, um, uh, Three Stooges, kind of like where I'm, he's spraying the soda gun in my face, and I'm like, drowning it all. Like, right, stop it, stop it, stop it. You know, that's a good trick. Yeah. That's how the bars were. I mean, before there was social media. No, before social media. Before social media, yeah. Before social media. If you're out of line, you get the soda gun. Oh, man. Now you just have to be cool so you don't get the bad Yelp review. Yeah, right. Oh, man. No, I mean, I don't think anybody gives it. Well, I don't know. It's still happening. Like, people care about Yelp, I guess. I mean, you read it, right? Like, every once in a while. I look at it sometimes. You look at it. Yeah, but you're I like, look at I'll use you for the address. I'm like, what's this place and what's the address? It has a lot of good information on it, but I don't know. The 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 um, reviews are so stupid. They're always so... Like, parking suck. Cereal yeah, stars. And I'm like, what does that tell me about the food? But well. it's also, like, it's supposedly done by, like, the consumer, like, right? So the the customer... But so, like, they don't understand the inner workings. I've actually of, like, learned a bunch about Yelp. That's the, a whole other thing. Yeah, but, that's like, a whole other. Uh, they, it's actually, interesting, like, how they've managed to, like. They're, like, actually doing a, a filtration of, of people. Stuff and, like, doing their job about, like, like filtering. Yeah, stuff? they're trying to improve, like, the. Because they got a bad rap I'm not for, here. I ain't here fucking. <laughs> here to, like, to talk shit for, on Yelp. No, I'm not here vouching for Yelp here. I'm Here's just saying, I like. Uh, I like. I don't even want to get into um, the Yelp thing. Google. I like the Google reviews for the star ratings. Yeah, the Google. Right, it's like the rating. I like the ratings system, sort of thing. Like five stars, three stars, three point nine, four point two. Like you know. Yeah, it's I mean? like a ice skating match. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's more relevant. I'm not gonna look at the reviews that much. Cocktail five. Five stars. Sweet. <laughs> All right. You're like, you can drink their cock. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> they have cocktails. Five stars. Like, alcohol. I'm just going to go through and rate like dive bars across the board. Like five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. You can get drunk like, there. Five stars. Oh, my God. Actually, I just thought about creating an Instagram account that's just documents bartenders bathroom or bartenders bars bathrooms <laughs> because like it's my pet peeve in the world for bathrooms to just be as hideous as they are when there's just like especially when you go to a nice place you go to like a top a top restaurant or a top cocktail bar and their bathroom sucks and I'm just like why but like why why did you try to do nothing here like I I can't (laughs) it's just like pains me and and then I see sometimes like I'll go into like a shittier bar and they have like a sick bathroom and I'm like you what? know who else got a good bathroom slipper clutch? Fucking hate. There's a certain mezcal bar here in LA. Will not say names. They have their sink inside of their stall. <sighs> and you can say it. Say it. I know what you're talking it's about. It's less. <laughs> Shut up. They have for We've whatever fucking like five reason. Times on this mo- they on have this their podcast. sink oh, inside of their stall, and it's always I want to filled with throw up. Oh. Every single time. Oh, that's like, terrible. Never Somebody puked in, a stall. in here. Oh, what the fuck? Man. It's gross. Okay, but. Like, along that same lines, like, I'm not calling out that place, but I'm just, in general, if you were to take that model, it's the same kind of bullshit for every other bar that has a terrible bathroom that's just it's un- yeah. completely <laughs> unnecessary. Like, you'll go in, 
and there's no freaking toilet paper. Nobody cleans it. Like nobody checks on it or right. whatever. Or there's like no decor in there whatsoever. Or even the paint job is like poor. And it's just like my favorite this is, is when so they have a speaker. So sad. So when you got a poop, then there's a speaker. <laughs> And it's playing some nice music, and you don't feel so awkward about it. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's a feature. That's a nice feature. That's a nice feature. That's a nice feature. Uh, <clears throat> I just sometimes I, sometimes you I need won, to go. I want. I'm not the only person on the planet that's exactly. pooped in a bathroom in a bar. I almost want to like do the um, like create the account to like shame bad bathrooms, but like take a picture of their shitty bathroom. And then impose it with like how, it could be how, how you could make this even just 10% better. Like by, you know what I mean? I think you easily do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then just be like, fix your fucking bathroom. I like a good bathroom. You I fucking assholes. A, I love a good bathroom. It, it can be a shitty bathroom. It just has to have a, a I mean, sound it's system. Like, so if I have to no, have us do a, do a but, situation. Well, they should have like the speaker music going into the bathroom. You know what's my favorite when they have in the in the uh, women's bathroom when they have tampons? That's I nice. Think when they do that is so incredibly. I thoughtful. just think that bars shouldn't like segregate their bathrooms. Also, because oh, I have a yeah. theory about that, and the theory is that it will make the like it'll make it go faster because women don't want to be gross in the bathrooms if guys are going to be in there, and guys don't want to be gross in the bathrooms if they know that women are going to be in there. Yeah, because So they they just go in and do your business and get the fuck out. They don't want to come out of the bathroom and a lady standing there. Exactly. And And be like, like, oh, I just took a gnarly shit. Or people are going to go in there (laughs) and do cocaine. I was just at Vaughn's. Exactly. It's not going to slow it down. (laughs) It's like you got to go somewhere else. I don't know. It's That's how I feel. I think like... The bathroom thing just needs to needs to change the culture of bathrooms. I'm I'm down. I'm always down for change. I'm like a person that loves change. I, just, I love it. I just, why not? Why I fucking just critique say the same? every bathroom I go into because I'm just like why? Start and if, notes. if I oh I do you want to come on? I do. And, you want to come on once a month and do a bathroom review? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please. Oh all my right. god. I'll, I'm down. I'm like I'll do pictures. I'll do I'll do all. All right. Come on once Fuck a month. Yes. Bathroom review. <gasps> oh my god. This is the best job ever. <laughs> Uh, I can't I'm, pay I'm, you. Yes, that's okay. That's okay. We'll we'll get the sponsors. Don't worry. You. All right. Um, we'll get bro- there's that. The and also, bathroom report. I go to a place and their bathroom, their women's bathroom is full. I full on go into the men's room. Full oh, on. easy. Yeah. I don't Forget care. It. I'm like, I'm going in here. And then I always like the like when the guys are waiting outside and I'm like, yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in the men's room. And so what? Yeah. Dog me. Try. <laughs> yeah, try exactly. it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, once a month. Come on, I'm done. Sign me bathroom, up. Bathroom, reviews bathroom reviews by Dan. Review. Hell yes. All right, cool. I like that. I'm oh, in. Yeah. Uh, the bartending, like the bars, are gonna up their ante. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> they have if to. they don't do it because of cocktails, I don't know how they will, <laughs> where they will. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I have I have a new little thing here. Uh, I'm really excited because this was something that was. Like emailed in for cocktails a little bit ago. Oh, cool! I'd say like a week ago. Uh, a fantastic fan from New Orleans. His name's Brooks. Brooks, oh. shout out! Dude. Shout out! Thank you so much for emailing into cocktails. Made our week. Oh my god! Made our had, month. Really? Yeah. No, he had the nicest things to say about cocktails. He's a fan, and it's so cool to hear from our fans. Like, I love this. This made my days. Made. Yeah, it's, made Adele's it's, day. It's really cool. Um, Sean and I have talked about this and. The second this stops being fun is the second we'll stop doing it. That's not but, true. I'm going to do it until I die. <laughs> or, or that too. But 
But That's true. We ne- th- this started because it's what we want to do. We don't really care who listens. But we're going to make it. Well, that's why podcasts but it's are also cool. super yeah. validating to like hear from people that like appreciate what we're doing. It's really reassuring and really validating. And really, really, really appreciate you. We'll come see you in New Orleans. Yeah, dude. Brooks, thanks so much for Brooks, shooting the email. Brooks, thank you. Like, say tales. something nice. Yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> We're going to see you at Tales. Ooh, we're going to do happen. like a podcast from Tales? We've done it before. Hell yeah. We're going to do it again. Oh, but... I will review some bathrooms. Oh, oh yeah. Let's do it. Tales bathrooms, <laughs> done. But more so, Brooks uh, said some really kind words to us, but he also emailed in a story. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I have this story here, and if uh, listeners, if you're if you would like, which you don't really have a choice. I'm going to read it no matter what, but I thought it'd be nice and say, if you would like, uh, we're going to read the story that Brooks sent in. He's a bartender, uh, like I said, from New Orleans. And he says, so this older guy walks in and I immediately get weird vibes. (laughs) He's dressed in a windbreaker suit that is bright red, a fanny pack, had gray hair down to the lowest part of his back, aviators, and the biggest <laughs> pair of headphones I've ever seen. That sounds terrifying. Oh, wow. This is painting a picture right away. My other bartender looks at me and she says, Oh, no. Not this guy. He used to come into my old bar and play air guitar for hours and drink Bloody Marys. At this time, we had a full bar, except one seat. He loudly exclaimed to squeeze in between these two guests and then says... Yeah, sorry, just listening to the... Insert some random 80s jam band. <laughs> and then order a Bloody Mary and paid. <laughs> of course he did. Paid. That's a bonus. Yep. There's right that. away. Yep. That's nice. He immediately started a scene and started singing to himself, not knowing how loud he is with the headphones on. Playing well... The air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at my coworker and go, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) So this goes on for a bit and people are leaving the bar, moving seats because of this weirdo. I keep my eye on him, but he wasn't getting too bad. Just weird. Then all hell breaks loose. He gets up out of his seat and starts playing quote unquote the guitar in the middle of the bar and loudly exclaims to the whole bar he is offering free magic mushrooms after about the third time he yelled this free magic mushrooms free magic mushrooms free magic mushrooms and trying to be patient for so long my coworker and I asked him to leave at this point I had two of our managers with us watching I asked him to please leave and he looked at me dead in my soul and said what you gonna do call the cops so I said well if you really want me to so I called 911 <laughs> so, as soon as I finished giving the operator my info he, he loudly yelled the man won! Then he walked out of the bar in a rage. Oh. Weirdest shit I've ever seen. It goes to show you how this industry, you will never see it all. 
Thank hey. you, Brooks. Brooks. Shout out. Nice. I mean, that's a good story for like all of the crazies that come in every once and again, because that's a thing too. Weirdos always find their way into a bar. Always. It's like a safe place for crazies. And it weirdos so always. That's why they always go in. And weirdos always host this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what else we got to do? We got one more little thing we got to do here. Wrap it. Get questions. questions. Number two. Number two. All right. This is how this two works. Okay. Oh, I might have to say Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bless you. Bless you. Wait. What is this? Rapid fire questions? Number two. (laughs) Number two. Yeah. The second version of it. Oh, the second version. Yeah, number (laughs) two. Uh, All right. So basically, we're going to ask you a series of questions. Just answer them as fast as you possibly can. Rapid fire. Adele, kick it off. Hit it. Verbally build a Bloody Mary your way. Verbally build a Bloody Mary my way. (laughs) Um, I would... I would do a horseradish infused vodka and some lemon juice, some lime juice, um, some probably Tabasco, black pepper, um, something briny. So maybe like olive juice or yeah. And um, yeah. And like a half Clamato, half tomato blend. Ooh, I drink this shit yeah, out that of that. That sounds good. Yeah. Would you shake? Would you stir it? Would um, you roll it? I would pour. I would like, I'd do a little like a roll. Oh. Throw. Little, little throw. throw. Little throw. Yeah. I would drink this shit out of that. How many licks does it take to the center of a Tootsie Pop? How many licks? Yes. Does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Yes. You're asking the wrong person <laughs> for that question. That's the wrong, the wrong person to ask. Well, you never had a Tootsie uh, Pop before? No, oh, I've had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a buyer? You just bite them? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Name three amaros. Go. Braulio, my favorite. Um, Chinar. Uh, and Averna. Yeah. Name three amigos. Go. Name three amigos? Like my personal amigos or like the three amigos? <laughs> like Donald and like like the other two weird birds? I don't know what their names are, Paco or something like that. <laughs> I think that's. I just went to Disney World, so it's like. Oh, are you thinking of the bird? Are you the birds? Of the birds? Yeah, that's oh, the three amigos, this, right? I love this question so, so much. <laughs> Chevy like, Chase, Martin Short, and C Martin. Oh, right. No, that's the three amigos. But there's the Disney World three amigos who I think they the did birds. a crossover with the Chevy Chase. The guys. birds? Yeah, there's these, yeah, there's like cartoon birds. Cartoon birds. It's green and red. This question is great because no one says the same thing. Oh my god, that's awesome. I know. Customer sleeping at the bar. What do you do? Wake their ass up. <laughs> oh, I always wake them up. I'm always like, yo, man, you can't do that here. Sorry. No, you have to. I'm like, you can't do that here. Yeah, you always tap the bar and be like, hey, oh, man, sorry, I can't have you sleeping at the bar. Yeah. Sleep at the Either bar. get the fuck out or go somewhere else. Yo, can't sleep at the bar. Or wake up. I had this guy who kept doing that. And every time I wake him up, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept giving me his card to try to close out. And I'm like, you're already closed out. That's when you take it. You need to go. You got to go home. Go home. Customer asks you for a gin cocktail made with vodka and you accidentally still make it with gin. What do you do? No, I remake it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. If you had to do one thing for eternity over and over again and nothing else, what would it be? Are you for real with this question? Yes. One thing over and over for eternity, what would it be? Yeah. Bartending. Bartending. It's cute. I love it. I love it. Scat man. I mean, if you're going to punish me for all eternity, might as well bartend. I mean, shit. Verbally scat, how you shake a cocktail. Really, shat? 
<laughs> no. Edit. That's on edit. That's 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 Chat. Really. Really. Chat. The brujo. You've been brujoed. I have to. I have to remember what that guy. You've been. Well, it's documented now. So. Shit. Chat. I chat. Shit. Chat. Shit. Chat. I'll do my shake in a shit chat. Cadence. Shit. Chat. 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 That's my shake right yes, there in a nutshell. Perfect. It's perfect. Uh, best <laughs> cocktail to make on an airplane? Um, gin and tonic. If you could choose any celebrity to come in to your bar, who would it be? Uh, I've I mostly had all the celebrities that I need to have in front of me. So, do you have a favorite? Charlize Theron. <gasps> She's super beautiful. Oh in my real god, life. so unbelievable. A movie is like, being like, oh my god, yeah. You have to like you stop. You're like, oh my god. She's so hot. Oh, I know. <laughs> a movie is being made about your life as a bartender. Who would you cast as yourself? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. She would totally nail me. <laughs> if you could bathe in a barrel of bourbon, a barrel of rum, or a barrel of wine, where would you choose to bathe? Wine. Absolute just came out with a new wacky flavored vodka. What is his name? Oh God! Um, absolute um, num nut fucker. Is that what you said? <laughs> nut sucker. Nut sucker. Absolute nut sucker. That's a that's that's Throw, good throwback. Good podcast throwback. <laughs> We've come full circle, everybody. And we have that's, come full circle. That's a really nice yeah. work. Oh my god, that but that fits right because that's what they're doing now, right? Absolute, With the absolute, you heard their sucker. new campaign. What is it? Their no. new campaign is like quite interesting. I think that they're nut launching sucker? something that's supposed to like, I don't know if it's like a flavor, but their marketing materials are trying to push like that consensual like sex is like the way to go. Oh, god. and that like no, but it's an interesting take on like how they're doing. I read this article about it, and they're they're basically trying to shift the blame like away from like. Being like, you have to take personal responsibility for if you overdrink, kind of thing. And it's interesting. So I don't know if That's it's positive. absolute nut sucker is the right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can or pitch it. We can pitch or it. Or we could intertwine the two. Ab- I don't know. Absolute, I consent to nut sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely consent to nut sucking. <laughs> Look it up. It's interesting. I, I mean, I'm not I'm going to be interested in to see how they're, how they're going to manage it. But um, it sounded like a cool... Interesting concept that I don't think I've seen any oh, um, liquor brands awesome. do. And that's what, you know, Absolute's quite good at is their innovative Yeah, they're, they're great at marketing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so is so are we, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should just have like... Uh, I, okay, so wrapping this whole thing up, let's, let's tie this in a little box and put a bow on it. <laughs> and going out of this thing, uh, we always like to ask our guests to... Plug anything that they want, how to get a hold of you, the Instagram handles, cool. uh, how they find this amazing product, Brujo, and anything else you want to share? Just like, um, no, I mean, if you guys have any questions like about mezcal or whatever, you can reach me at Madre Cuisinera. It's M A D R E C U I X E N E R A. Um, and then we also are in, on Instagram at Brujo Mezcal as well. Um, and Brujo is spelled. And Brujo is spelled B R U X O Mescal. M E I don't know. Z C A L. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Can I still spell it? Oh, uh, no. We've been, bri- bri- we've we've all been, been hoes. <laughs> <laughs> we are all hoes at this bru-ho'd. point. Oh, man. Um, I have to remember that thing. The, oh, oh. oh, it was a... Um, now I'm thinking about it. It was a uh, Pitbull reference where he's like... Um, I don't know if you know the lyric to that part where he's like, you have tremendo culo. Like, tremendo, tremendo culo. culo. <laughs> it says, tratan lindo, tratan rico. Tienen tremendo brujo. I was like, that's amazing. Brujo. tremendo brujo. Oh my gosh. Dan, thank you so much for coming on Talk Tales. This has been fantastic. We've been brujoed. You've been brujoed. <laughs> Listeners, you're brujoed through your ear holes, and I hope you go out and get brujoed in your mouth holes. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Adele, thank you so much thank for being you. here. And we've been drinking amazing spirits and eating delicious chocolates and mandarins. And I, I for one, am a happy camper (laughs) and if you like our show do us a solid subscribe leave us a review this is a diy project and all the love helps us grow and if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation you can share that love on our patreon page which you can find on our uh website talktalesofpodcast.com or patreon.com backslash (laughs) talktales of podcast i also want to thank our good friend josh for composing our theme song and thanks to my brother-in-law grayson for (laughs) creating our badass logo bro (laughs) also if you have an amazing story and you want us to tell it or be a possible guest on TalkTales go to our website at www.talktales.podcast.com and on our homepage you can submit your stories or email us at talktales.podcast at gmail.com also we've been brujoed but we are also 21 plus we are allowed to be brujo. We're allowed to be brujo. And we're not we going to bru- drive. We brujo responsibly. We're not drinking and driving, and neither should you. Please write, share. Don't be stupid. Don't be dinguses. Don't, Don't be dinguses. dinguses. Uh, also, Dan, before we go out on this thing, let people know how you can get brujo. Brujoed. Uh, we are currently carried in Boyle Heights by Ramirez uh, Liquors. We also, I believe, are in distribution with K&L. Um, you can get us online um, through oldtownliquor.com, um, probably. You can find that there. And um, I think we're at Barkeeper as well. So you can go to brujomezcal.com. There's a contact page there if you want any more information about Brujo. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Deanne. Thank, Thank you. you Powerhouse. We Powerhouse this Mezcal episode. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Adele. Let's go out on this uh, we got Brujo. We got Brujo. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.